Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, intruders and lurkers of all ages, welcome to the very first New Blood motherfucking podcast. We're starting it off just like that. Uh, I am Dave Ashray, and with me today, we've got the Taffer King, Dylan Rogers. Say hi, Dylan. Hello. The Dusk Dev himself, the Chonk Money Man, David Samansky. Hello. We've got Zag Keen, the one and only Zaginator, Zigzagoon, the unfortunate spaceman himself. Zag. Hey, hey. I think his name's actually Jeff, but nobody calls him that. Uh, nobody calls me that. Uh, on the soundboard, we've got our own very own Baba Booey, Christian wrong, Antonio. Wrong. No. no. <laughs> and uh, we've got our very special guest, our good friend from id Software, Mark Tenacious Diaz. What up? We are going to drag Mark back in here when we talk about Doom, because the topic of this very first podcast is Doom. Because, listen, what else are we ever going to fucking talk about here at New Blood besides Doom? Um, but first... Um, Let's talk about, you know, uh, what we've been working on uh, here at New Blood. Uh, we actually make games besides we don't just make Doom memes. Uh, sometimes we actually make games. Uh, so what have we been working on? Shit, we should have talked about this beforehand. I have no idea. We've all just been playing Doom. And well, I've been Alex. working on Doom memes. And ah, yeah, I mean, Doom. Yeah, I and did, arguing uh, about Doom. Yeah, and, uh, definitely <laughs> arguing about Doom. Yeah, yeah there's been plenty of that. Yeah. yeah, I've been working on my 100%, getting all those levels done. Oh, yeah, Wait, are we sure on we the make games? Levels? I mean, I feel, we I might just so. play Doom, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we've been working on, so uh, we just put out a pretty sweet update for Medieval. Uh, we added The Lost Falls, which was originally just a level for RTX that is now in the game. So if you even don't have an RTX card, you can go and play The Lost Falls and pretend it's a brand new level, because technically it is. We'll be adding RTX support to that relatively soon. Uh, in terms of Dusk, uh, we added custom music to the SDK, so now you can play Half-Life maps in Dusk with Doom music. It's very stupid. It's very great. If you haven't checked out the Dusk SDK, please go download it. There's over 70 mods on duskmods.com. They're all extremely dumb, uh, and we're going to keep updating the Dusk SDK as time goes on. And then also, obviously, we're working on Dusk on Switch. Uh, we got the first pass of the weapon wheel in today for you console nerds who need a weapon wheel to switch just like david who uses a weapon wheel and doom on pc for shame i do learn how to quick swap you pleb that's um, i do with the weapon wheel yeah <laughs> i'll be able to that's i'll not... be able to swap quicker whenever they fix the delay that's uh, uh, too slow man hint, too slow. mark um <laughs> and then uh zag's been working with me on stuff at rocketworks yeah uh that other company we work at and he's also been we're trying to work on getting unfortunate spacemen uh out the door making it free to play maybe we'll make dusk world free to play at some point as well uh but then i think what we've been showing you the most is gloomwood our our game that we haven't officially revealed yet but we've been showing and playing <laughs> oh yeah that's right. uh, we, yep. haven't even, we haven't even made a fucking trailer or revealed it yet <laughs> just kind of open development it's whatever we hate money um so yeah dylan uh dylan. tell us about <laughs> what are you what you've been working on uh lately we showed the game at pax uh, we showed it uh, on the night dive stream. I streamed it the other night and fucked up every encounter. Uh, what yep. have you been working on? What's left to get done in the Gloomwood demo before I release it to the lurking, intruding fuckers that are listening to this podcast? 
Um, well, we're mostly working on uh, mostly just polishing the demo. Um, we just finished. We're just working on the uh, like hiding bodies and making sure that all works pretty well. Um, I showed a little clip of like throwing the body into a lake and everyone was like, oh, it's so Deus Ex. Like the body yeah. just flops into the water. Like, um, um, And also apparently you can throw them in toilets. I saw- yeah, I dropped yeah. a couple. <laughs> Might need to work on that a little bit. I was dropping like, enemies down toilets last night. Just stuffing them down a toilet. I mean, I mean, does that need I fixed? I don't That's very on brand. I don't very on brand. They need to the way we throw them down and they make the Andrew sound from a movie. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just, um, I, I agree. There always needs to be, I think, a little layer of stupid to our games. Um, oh, yeah. You know, because Definitely. they are absolutely <laughs> fucking video games. Speaking of stupid video games, we forgot to talk about Maximum Action. Which All we right. just up, which we updated a shitload as well. Um, that new HUD is in. The garage level is in. Quick swapping weapons is in. You know, we don't have a weapon wheel in that game because you got to get good, <clears throat> David. Um, and uh, it's, you we don't have to a... swap between nine different weapons in maximum action. I mean, as well as like half a dozen different equipment. Yeah, there are not enough keys around wads to bind to weapon selections in One, Doom Eternal. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Q, R, E, T, F, G. Those are all taken. I've (laughs) I've bound all the... And it's quicker to... Anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to Doom. Oh, we're going to talk about Doom for a long time. We're going to talk about um, a lot of Doom stuff, I assume. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why people are here. But yeah, Maximum Action, we just put out a huge update for... Um, and we're going to be... We're adding more stuff. We're adding Endless um improvements but yeah the new hud the new level and the quality of life changes in that game are just it's really finally getting to a place where it's just you know we just play it all the time because it's just such stupid fun it's great um but yeah so with gloomwood we've been you know obviously one of the big the big inspirations we talk about and yeah we say thief a lot we've got that stupid thief with guns uh url but there's a lot it pulls from a lot of things just the way i think dusk pulls from you know, it doesn't pull from any one thing. Obviously, you know, people compare Dusk a lot to Blood and Quake, but it pulls from so many games, um, including a lot of immersive simulations, which is why Dusk is very imsimmy. You know, you could pick up, yes. you could pick up, you could pick up, you know, jibs and roast them on a fire and then eat them and then quaff a beer and then throw the beer at the wall and the and the bottle will break. And then, you know, it's it's very imsimmy, which I think adds, you know, a ton to the atmosphere. And Gloomwood, of course, has that too. I was actually, um, I gave uh, Hakita, the Ultra Kill guy, uh, Gloomwood to test last night, um, and the first thing he did, we changed the tutorial, so you have to go get the cane sword now at another part um, instead of just pulling it through the board so you can knock the boards out. And he goes, oh, I didn't find the, the cane sword. I just picked up a box and threw it at the boards, and the boards broke, and I skipped the whole tutorial about that. And I was like, well, <laughs> shit. Yep. He, yeah, he's like, he's like, I used some MSIM magic, and I'm like, that's great. That's 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 the kind of thing. Immersive simulations, I think, are at their best when you look at something and you go, I wonder if I could do this. You know, if I pick this up and I do that, will that work? And then it works and you go, aha! And it makes you feel like such a genius. When I yesterday, when I was testing Gloomwood, um, I realized that glass bottles can break boards. So I was just throwing bottles at boards to break them and going, <laughs> um, it's, it's just fun. Um, Dylan, how much of that is just systems that happen because they happen and how much of that is intentional? I really want this to happen. Well, I think, um, the, the crates and stuff like that were like static until a couple of builds ago. And then I was like to David, you know, oh, we really should 
try and get as much interactive stuff into the map as possible so like people well, can really crates... mess around with stuff well, oh the, the, crates... the crates were always it was the barrels that yeah were the barrels so um we've, we've been trying to barrel lighting yeah right. We've been trying to uh, get as much stuff as like, oh yeah, you can totally like throw this and break this or stack this and just all the different ways that people can mess around the map, break windows, climb through like the second floor of a building, that kind of stuff. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think the more we show, it's going to be obviously Thief's a big inspiration, but there's a lot of Deus Ex in there. There's a lot of Resident Evil in there. There's a system shock in there um and i think the more we show and the more that the systems interact it's just it's fun every time i play through our demo which is only about a 30 40 minute demo hockey they got through it in 40 minutes last night um which i think is about the time we were shooting for especially now with the expanded yeah. sewer section dylan's expanded the sewers again someone tell civvy sewer level <laughs> we need oh we need some civvy soundboard for the next for the next <laughs> one chris um it's really i played i think a different way every time um, or I try to every time I go to like the the sewers or the jail. I'm like, let me try doing it this way, or let me try doing it this way. And sometimes I fuck it up, and sometimes I don't. But there's like, there's a lot of ways to handle the encounters already, and I think that at its core is what M Sims are all about. Stuff like Deus Ex, um, just being like, there's always more than two, three ways to go about something, and seeing the systems interact and silly shit happening, or being like, aha, that worked is really when it just it it gets that little dopamine release in your brain and you're like i like this i'm having good time um and i think it adds to the replayability um is there anything that it pulls from that you don't think people would expect you know obviously there's the main ones we say thief and deus ex and system shock and resident evil is there anything in there that uh maybe people aren't aware of um well kind of like david i pull i pull from a lot of different places so uh i've I've talked a little bit in the past about how it kind of pulls from um call of cthulhu dark corners of the earth which is a really kind of like janky uh unknown kind of first person Uh, no it's not it's it's it's, the best okay I would yeah, say it's it's, I would I would consider it a cult classic. I mean, you yeah, say cult, yeah. dark corners of the earth. I mean, a lot of it people know it. I think it's it's right up there with uh, vampires, masquerade. Yeah, uh, same that kind of about fa- right. same kind of fan base. Um, okay, that's interesting. That's a good one. What do you think? What would you uh, say it pulls from there? Um, so uh, a couple of the like first person interactive things there, like um, the the limping in Gloomwood came from from there essentially like uh, when, when you get damaged in that game you start like limping because you're like legs broken and all that and i, I really like that the mechanic. Worst noise it's so bad i know it's glimwood doesn't the, have that yet but no, like it is uh, the most like orally painful broken bone noise on every other step oh when God. you you're just like it's, walking and it's just like it's oh my god so bad yeah, there's, there's a the, so I pull from there. Um, I love Bloodborne, so of course, yes, Bloodborne. I, I, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you like, and Hugo should hang out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Bloodborne's pretty, pretty great. Um, yes, and I pulled from Condemned. The uh, I, I posted it the other day too, like the the ammo checking where you like you open your guns and you actually physically see the the shell or the yeah. or the bullets inside of it to yeah. count it. Yeah, it's That's actually. More so condemned because apparently originally in condemned they were going to have it where you had to literally count the bullets yourself. But then in the shipped game they have when you check it, it's just an animation, and then your 
ammo display comes up. But what we're doing it, we're doing it the way where you have to literally visually count them. And so yeah. when you're using like the shotgun that has a tube magazine, you can't count them. You can only see I have one in the magazine ready to come up and I have one in the chamber and you don't know how uh, many other ones are in the Yeah, you know, in which the I think tube. is cool. which is yeah, which yeah. is especially well with the Burgess you know you'll know if you have at least I think 3, right? Cuz it has 2 and then you could fit 3 in the in the bottom. I believe um, it's you... one one in the top and four in the bottom. You have a single oh fat to back that up. <laughs> yeah. The Burgess <laughs> folding shotgun, I think, is gonna be one of the uh it's uh, first of all, it's super fucking cool, right? And at the end of the yeah. day, it's it's cool. And if people get confused, like, I don't understand how it works, well it exists, it existed then, it's really cool. There's YouTube videos on it. Um, I love it. And I love the fact that listen, that's what you have. Listen, if we wanted to give you a shotgun where you could see how many shells you had all the time, that you know, fuck it, you're not gonna have it that easy. Uh, you yeah. should know. And if you could, you should be able to keep count pretty well. Um, and I think one of the big things about Gloomwood is not so much a sneaky stabby as it is a survival horror. Like, uh, and especially on harder levels, and it's very Resident Evil. You will, you know, you will only have so many times you can save. You will only have so much ammo. You will not know what's around the next corner. Um, and you will very much be like, okay, I'm trying to try to conserve my ammo. You know, I have this many shots. I'm pretty sure there's this many guys. I need to, I need to think. I need to think on my toes. And that's where also the other Imsim stuff comes in. Um, so it'll be cool to see how that all interacts as we build the districts and build new enemies um, and add new techniques uh, for getting around them. Um, and it's all it's it's all coming together really really well. Everybody so far has said it's like the most polished thing we've ever done, and I'm like, yeah, I agree. It's really really polished already. It's definitely the most polished demo we've ever released. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, we've just we've gotten so insane with the quality of our stuff, which is fine. Um, it's that we you know we could have put this out forever ago, but we just you know we we we've set the bar pretty high with our releases, and we want to keep it that way. Um, yeah. and it's just, just watching fun. So I, I'm still discovering fun new stuff. Like last night, I realized that barrels float when I was throwing stuff in the water. And then yeah. I used a barrel as like a lily pad to jump across. So I didn't get wet, even though it wouldn't have mattered. But it, it was just so cool to throw a barrel in the water and use that as a jump pad to get across to the other side of the canal. And I was like, that's that's an immersive sim right there. Should um, we make getting wet matter? <laughs> Maybe you, your footsteps yeah, you, are sloshy, so they make sloshy more noise. Footsteps. Oh, oh, yeah. It jams your guns and stuff. <laughs> no, oh, oh, gosh. and they, they see your footsteps and they go. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, boy. They, they oh boy. Footsteps. This oh, is this is how feature creep happens, kids. Yeah, we're getting way too <laughs> deep into it. Oh my god, yes. I remember once upon a time in Rise of the Triad development. Oh um, boy. Fred wanted it so when there was blood on your screen, you could wipe your face. <laughs> oh man! And wipe the blood off your face. And I think it was Nick uh, Quackenbush, one of our 3D artists, just yelled "Feature creep" into, <laughs> into the meeting. And I was like, "Yeah, let's not do that." But it's uh, shit like that it does sound pretty cool. I don't know. I'm like they have that in Metro. Steps. Yeah, oh, in Metro they have it. But in Metro it makes a lot of sense, which is funny because we could talk about Metro for years, especially because I love Metro. And David, mm. who everybody thinks who would love Metro, doesn't like Metro because yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, well, because Stalker is very open, and David loves Stalker, and then Metro is very linear and scripted. Even though yeah. all the systems are amazing, it's so yeah, if, they if are. you love the, the open, atmosphere is incredible. Yeah, and especially I've been playing. Um, exodus um and i'm really liking exodus because it's got the 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 second part of it the first two hours is the most linear scripted hand-holding shit you will ever you will you will quit you will not get through it david you'll be like i hate this but then it (laughs) but it opens up and then it opens Uh up into what is essentially like mini stalker um 
COP, which was the one that had the, the boat in the middle and then everything's around it. Call of Pripyat, yeah. Yeah, COP. And then it, it feels like that, where you just have a map with a bunch of stuff on it and you go back and forth between things and story beats happen between there and it's really, it's fucking, oh, it's really good. See, that but, sounds cool, but then everyone tells me that only that, lasts for a few hours and that's then it's what I've terrible well. after that. And, yeah, so I think, I think it goes, I think that's the open part and then it goes back to the more scripted stuff as you get towards the end. Yeah. I, think um, it, I think they all yeah, to be level. clear, it's not the linearity that bugs me. It's the scripted, like just how super over scripted 2033 is, especially. Yeah, and it's very. I mean, it's it's super well produced. I mean, and I think what it carries is, yeah. it. I think what carries it through is the story and the writing. Um, at least well, and the and like the atmosphere and stuff because yeah. I will yeah, like, I will rave about that atmosphere for oh, days. It's, it's, oh, it's incredible. And, it's, and as far as immersion and stuff like that, like the stuff with the backpack and all the stuff that we've looked at, yeah, for Gloomwood, that's all I've, very cool. I've shown I've shown videos and stuff, and I'm like, let's do this for Gloomwood with the with the backpack. Um, it's yeah, no metros. I real I want to get through Exodus. Uh, I'm you know I've got my RTX on. I've got it locked at 30 frames per second, so I can keep it at ultra. Oh baby. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, don't let yeah, the we engine could, team. Hear we you say we that. could have. I think we're gonna have to. I think what we're gonna do with these podcasts is just center them around a different game franchise um, that we love and that people like us for, and they like watching us talk about. So I think there's definitely gonna be have to be a Stalker Metro podcast. Uh, yeah, just like just like there's gonna fun. have. Yeah, just like there's gonna have to be a Half Life podcast, but this is the Doom podcast, the and that Doom sounds podcast. like that sounds like a good way to segue into uh, our big topic, and we'll drag Mark in here from uh, our Mark, our buddy from ID Software. Um, what up? And we're gonna ask him a bunch of stuff that he's not allowed to answer. Um, yeah, and we're gonna talk about Doom. We're gonna talk about all the Dooms. We're gonna talk about uh, Doom One, Doom Two, uh, Doom Three, Doom Sixty Four, uh, Doom on PlayStation. Uh, we're gonna talk about Aubrey Hodges. We're gonna talk about uh, yes. Bobby we're going to talk about Bobby Prince. We're going to talk about John Carmack. We're going to talk about the Romeros. We're going to talk about Sigil. Just kidding. Um, and then, of course, we're going to we're going to talk <laughs> Dave about Dave and I this. screaming at each other for two hours. About <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, actually, Sigil's playing, so good. Uh, yeah, I just I, I think, well, after playing Doom 64, I was like, how did John not work on this? Because it's <laughs> right, so, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's Doom sixty four evil, evil traps. It's so, so good, sigilly. And listen, I get that there's people who like that kind of Doom, but we're getting off topic. We'll get to it. This podcast yes. is going to go on for like ten hours as we yell and scream yeah, about <laughs> Doom and Romero design versus fucking other designs. Um, I mean, and we should get Tim Willits in here who invented Deathmatch. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Uh, we should get Tim on a podcast. Tim's a nice man. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about Doom. And then, of course, Doom Eternal, which we all love. Um, I wish we had someone yes. in here. The problem is we don't have anyone in here who doesn't like Doom Eternal. But we know a lot of people who don't like ter- Doom Eternal. The problem is uh, we are all, you know, uh, incredible, awesome, smart people. And therefore, we love Doom Eternal. Uh, and, the exactly. people who don't, and the people who don't like Doom Eternal are wrong. 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 That's right. That's right. <laughs> people wrong. who don't like Doom Eternal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, listen, I've talked to a lot of people about it, and uh, my my best friend and uh, one of my uh, my Aaron here didn't like it. Uh, he agreed the giant bomb dudes weren't really into it, and I think the at the core of that, what I was saying is you're not going to please everybody. And I think mm-hmm. if they just did more of 2016, it would have just been more of 2016. I don't think it would have reviewed as well. Definitely would have sold as well. And what they did here is they went all in. And they appealed to a broader range of people as well as appealing. And they, they lost some people in the process. They lost some of the purists. 
But I mean, I think if you look at both the reviews, the critical reviews, and then the user reviews, they're both uh, higher. And sales, I've heard, are at least triple what 2016 was. Um, and I've seen what I, what I thought was very telling is I saw people who would never touch a Doom game. Uh, streamers and content creators who would never touch Doom 1 through 3, who would never play 2016, are playing Doom Eternal, and they're fucking loving it. These are people who play like Bloodborne and shit, uh, and they're talking about how they love it, how they love the combat, how they love stuff like the Marauder, how they love the story, even though they don't know anything about Doom. Um, how basically, you know, Mark, you guys, and obviously Hugo and Chad, who wrote the story and directed it, and Marty and everybody, basically made Doom for a mainstream audience and managed to knock it out of the park, essentially what it seems. Um, and, and bring, I mean, about as good as you can do, uh, you know, you, you basically, you know, you, you went all in, uh, you, you like tried to make a doom for more than just doom players, uh, which where I don't think you could have done that in 2016. I think in 2016, you needed to do like, this is the reboot. We're going to try to keep it as, uh, you know, as, you know, as, as straight and play it as straight as we can just make it rip and tear, shoot, shoot, shoot. And if you just did more of that. I don't think it would have hit as hard as Doom Eternal's hitting right now. That's um, that's why thing, I, I, it's I actually so. like, in some ways, it's actually more of a classic Doom game. Yeah, than, like like I like it way more than I liked 2016 as Same. a as a you know huge classic Doom fan. Uh, yeah. You wait. Uh, I'll 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 I'm seeing people's faces light up, so I'll let you go one at a time. <laughs> Uh, Dylan, what were you were gonna say? I was just gonna say that um, I I really appreciate it because it doesn't it doesn't feel like a, a safe sequel. It really does feel yeah. like yeah. oh you know we made twenty we made twenty sixteen and we wanna we wanna push things in a in a direction that's mm-hmm. going to like it's gonna really encourage the player to move out of their comfort zone and really start exploring different strategies. And I I really. Mm-hmm. I, it could have been safe. It's so easy to imagine a situation where it's mm-hmm. just like more of 2016, and the fact that they they didn't do that and they went they weren't for this kind of risky design is uh, is awesome. Yeah, and I think it was mm-hmm. ballsy because I had my reservations. Like even up until a few weeks ago, I played it at QuakeCon and I didn't like it. And I told and we I was very open. I told Mark. I told I told you. I told Marty. I told Hugo. Um, I told Colin, I told anybody who would listen, basically, because I'm not one of those people who's just going to kiss ass of developers I'm friends with because, I, you know, I want my friends games and people I want their games to be as good as possible. Um, and I was I remember basically telling everyone, like, I was I was not into it. Not only was I getting my ass kicked, I wasn't getting into the combat flow. I was not feeling the whole flow between, you know, doing what to whom and using the grenades and the, and the flame belch and the chainsaw. Um, things that people are kind of complaining about now. Well, some people, and we'll get to that. Um, but I was like, this is it's this is not flowing for me. Um, and I had people reassure me that like, no, we're gonna you know we're gonna ease you into it more and stuff like that. But I think that was about the time when you guys, I mean, because from what I heard, um, it used to be even more combat puzzle, balls to the wall, hard back last year. And that's when you guys kind of decided to we need more time to refine this. Is that true, Mark? Yeah, it actually, there was a point, and, and 2016 was kind of like this too, where, um, you know, when we added in the new mechanics like dashing and the meat hook and stuff like that, and, and we kind of had the AI working, you know, there hadn't been massive changes to the AI coming from 2016, where I think it got, a. I mean, this is me personally, I'm not involved in the creative side of the game mm-hmm. as much, but it, it felt like 
I mean, pretty easy. Like uh, you, you were destroying shit, like dashing, yeah. um, meat hooking around. So, you know, we, we, we tweaked the AI behaviors and then it got super fucking hard. And yeah. which to me felt like uh, we were going in the right direction because, uh, the, you know, 2016, our vertical slice for 2016 was fucking insanely hard. Um, I remember I, I must have fought the cyber demon like we, we had the cyber demon was the kind of the first boss we did in uh, 2016. And, and he was I, I seriously think I, I fought him 20 sometimes before I finally beat him. It was wow. really, really hard. And that's kind of like where I cut my teeth as a developer is on Doom 2016 because it was the first project I ever worked on uh, professionally. So you know, that game ended up coming out and doing really well. And, and it like, you know, I grew a, a ton of confidence in, in everyone in the team because I was playing the game and I was like, this is really hard. I, you know, I hope I hope it turns out good. And then, you know, we shipped and it was great. Um, so around the point that Eternal became really, really hard and really challenging, I was like, all right, here we are again. Like, like mm -hmm. we've, we've gotten it. I think I think um, in game development, in my experience, when you take something, it's a lot easier to make something challenging and then scale it back than it is to make something too easy and and make it challenging to the point where it's fun i agree so that's you know, where we, um we found i found I that a lot when we were working on a medieval um so um and anybody who knows me and where our development stuff i test all of our games on medium um and i consider anything harder anything easier up to the player um, and I test all our games on medium pistol start, which is, you know, in, in a medieval, that's axe start and in dusk, it's sickle start, right? Um, and that's as we were going through, that's how I test all of our levels. Um, and with dusk, it's a different story, but with a medieval, uh, Leon likes shit hard, right? Um, and there was a lot of when we were going through a medieval where it was just kind of felt like fuck you hard. And I'm like, this is not medium. We, we have the difficulties to scale up and scale down but i think on medium and for and with a game like with games like the ones we make it's a lot about availability of ammo and health and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and a lot of stuff it can just be solved with putting stuff in the level you know you put a few more ammo pickups you put a few more health and mana pickups a few more armor pickups and suddenly the encounters become manageable right uh what once was hard isn't so scaling back um, is, it, like you said, is really easy. With Doom Eternal, it's not just about that because now you've got all these mechanics of what the, what the enemies drop. And having to manage that with also what you put in the encounters um, and then base it on difficulties and then have each enemy have different weak points and different weapons or different amount of damage, it sounds fucking impossible to design this kind of combat chess um, and the fact that you guys have got it to where it is, where, you know, we've got people that are complaining, we argue with them on Twitter, but it's not, it's a vocal minority. You know, you look at the reviews, you look at the things, it's not like the Sekiro argument, which was like, that was like, that was an argument. That was like the whole world yeah. arguing about game difficulty. Doom Eternal, and I think the biggest three, one of the biggest reasons why it's blowing up as much as it is, same where I think Dusk is you know the biggest the most popular of the retro shooters is because it's the most accessible um you know it's not like sure it's got sekiro you can turn it up where it feels like sekiro fuck you hard uh but you can also dial it down um and i think it's still accessible you give the player all the tools and it's you know it's as accessible as you want it to be i think anybody can get through it not anybody can get through sekiro i think anybody can beat doom eternal um if yeah. they try hard enough same I as i really with love that about our game because it's like on the surface you know it's a game that um maybe you know like i said kind of seems like one of those games that would be like sekiro or something like mm -hmm. Uh, this is going to be too hard for me or inaccessible you know uh, but then like we just the, the, like below that is just 
this the rest of the iceberg where there's just yeah. a ton of accessibility options like the sentinel armor the one-ups you yeah. know oh um, i, I never use that this. Yeah, I didn't either, but I really appreciate that Sentinel armor exists because I know yeah. that's exactly for people like me because I almost always hate boss battles. I, I, yeah, I, so, uh, I actually found some some of the boss battles were a bit of a slog compared to the rest of the action. So mm. when I got that that option after my like third death, I was like, okay, let's do this. We'll, yeah, we'll I, uh, when I got nice. to, and there will be spoilers in this podcast. Sorry. When I got to the con maker, uh, I was, I had been drinking that night. I do not remember playing. <laughs> I do not remember playing that level. I do not remember getting to that. I think I got to the final sin and I was like, I need to, I'm not going to beat this tonight. I do not remember playing. What's the, was it Erdak? Is the yeah, is that, is that heaven? Oh, or that's a it shame. Is? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll play it. Well, like, I, you tweeted about I, it. I tweeted screenshots, but I don't like. I'm th- trying to remember back that level. I'm like, I don't remember too much. I had had a bunch of whiskey that night and playing Doom. I was having I a good time. Of the coolest music in the game. Oh, oh yeah, the music yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. But really, by the time, really but by different. the time I I got to the Codmaker fight, I was like, I was not having a good time. And then the Sentinel armor activated, and I was like, <laughs> I could do this, and I beat yeah. it like that. I'm definitely gonna. Well, I'm going back and playing through on Ultra um, Ultra Violence anyway. I play through on Hurt Me Plenty. No shame in playing. Like I say, I play games on medium, and I love. And I think for me, intended way where I think it's the same as Dusk. I like playing through on Hurt Me Plenty, and then having everything unlocked, and then going. Going back and playing uh, on ultra violence because um, oh, yeah. it, it feels right to me. Some people like to play on UV from the start. Some people like to play, you know, even lower. Um, but for me, I've always or played. Yeah, or higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or higher. Um, insanity. Yeah, yeah, I've always I've always played Doom games on Hurt Me Plenty, um, and then I've always gone back through and you know once I learn uh, playing them on the harder difficulties, that's what feels you know good to me, right? That's for my skill set and stuff. You know, I'm a medium I'm a medium rare player. Um, you know, a little more towards the medium. You know, I like the burned edges of the steak. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're talking about steak cast. Um, but yeah, so I think I think you guys did a really good job. Um, however, there are people on the internet who think you guys did a terrible job yeah. of designing that game. Poor game design. How could you make people press buttons to do things wrong in a, in a video game? Um. <laughs> And I think it is a vocal minority, but I think it's something that is bears discussion because, you know, there's yeah. you can't just kick them aside and be like, oh, you're wrong. Um, even though, you know, I think there's certain there's there's I, what I've seen, especially, you know, I look at Steam reviews a lot because, you know, I'm obsessed with Steam reviews um, and all, all they're they're super high. I think you're at 91, 92 percent now. And then the Metacritic's at 90 or whatever. Um, yeah. There's there's two there's there's things in the game that I found. Um, there was a difficulty spikes and then the lack thereof. Um, and I think especially when you play through the first time, that initial, the first couple of levels, um, when you don't have things unlocked, um, mm-hmm. when you do have to play things in exact certain way, you know, by the end of the game or through a second playthrough, I don't give a shit about arachnotrons. I can handle them, you know, 10 different ways. But, you know, oh, the, the first one, the first one, <laughs> that first one, yeah. That first- the first one, or then the second one, when you're in the purple goo and you have to fight him and you don't really have the dash or shit like that yet, it's like you'd have to play the game this way. And I kind of agree there because, like, the first, because people are like, you don't have any ammo in this game. And I'm like, halfway through the game, the game's like a fucking loot pinata, right? Everything yeah. gives you everything. So, so I actually, I struggled with that. Um, at the first, the first level or so, I was like, I have like six rounds in the shotgun or something. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm constantly out. And then I realized, oh, I'm supposed to actually read what's yeah. on the, the chainsaw does stuff yeah 
I can't uh, believe how many people don't know that. It, well, like, it literally pops only, up a giant tutorial. It's not, like, use the chainsaw. Not yeah. only that, but a lot of people didn't know that it, uh, it regenerates. Like, even Scott yeah. didn't know it regenerates until, like, yeah. 90% through the game. Yeah, it's and I think... It's definitely designed totally different in this game. Like, I was... I, I saved my chainsaw a lot in 2016. And, yeah, uh, like, I rarely used it, I think. Um, but yeah, but like, and there was a point where you know when when they were designing the game and and doing play tests and stuff where like the light bulb moment where I figured out that I can use the chainsaw a lot more liberally in this game it mm -hmm. was liberating it, it was like you know it, it didn't feel like that you know because I'm always kind of bummed out whenever I'm I'm hoarding potions and I get to the final boss and then exactly. beat the game and I have a million fucking phoenix downs that I never yep, need. Every, yep, and everybody does it. 72 um, ultra ultra elixirs. I'm never yeah. gonna die, you know. So, but then you only awesome. use like three of them. Uh, everybody does that, and I like the fact that Hell Doom Eternal yeah. makes you use everything. I right. would agree though that early game does really kind of you know gimp you a bit especially i can't and i couldn't i was playing i that's when i i knocked it down to hurt me plenty was that first the first like actual little arena encounter you get and i'd say it's the one before you get to the uh heavy cannon um in oh, in yeah. hell on earth because that's the first time you get you know it's a real arena there um, yeah the arachnatron that, that's yeah, the, the first part with the arachnatron um and you're and you're like shit i have no ammo i have no ammo i have no ammo um and i i would agree with people there um, however, you know, uh, once you start upgrading, it becomes pretty inconsequential. So, yeah. but I would agree that, and I feel bad for the people that you know turned the game off after that, or got too frustrated there, or thought that that was like a get good moment. Um, I would, I would agree that I felt that it was a bit maybe um, unfair uh, in terms of early game, where is especially since you know only if you're if you play for another hour or so, you'll be upgraded enough where that's not a thing anymore. Um, but I think I think the game is balanced around the whole game. Um, but I would agree. But I, I, I feel bad for those people that, you know, and I, I kind of kick them aside where I'm like, listen, just play the game for a little while longer. Upgrade some shit. You'll be fine. It's, it's a really tight line to walk because that was like, um, you know, there were a lot of talks around like sort of whether that was or not intentionally uh, like mm -hmm. frustration points into the game where we mm -hmm. kind of it's like a built-in frustration point because it's yeah it's a little bit like um you you get a lot of reward once you figure those parts out yeah like the reward well, it's, also, it's teaching that... the player right like yeah, yeah. Like, take exactly it, like, like if you don't take out the gun on that on the uh Ractotrons, right they they absolutely wreck you and then the yeah, second right. you do it's like ah light bulb moment you know there's a lot of those in this game yeah, yeah. Just, totally. You discover something and the whole game starts unlocking in your brain, you know. Oh, I can do yeah. this, I can do this. Yeah, I was gonna say that um it feels like the, the difficulty level in Doom Eternal has been moved one level up from Doom 2016. Oh, so for, sure. for example, yeah, I played on Nightmare in Doom 2016, and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm ready for like <laughs> Nightmare in Doom Eternal. And it's like, <laughs> no, like ultraviolent feels really hard here now. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. 2016, I remember I never I, I don't think I ever died really unless I was doing something really stupid. Um, and I think that's, I think that's what a lot of people who complain, you know, the ones that do, they miss just being able to do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want with any gun and just get through the game. Um, and I think that's fine and that's fun, but that is less gamey of a video game than you can design if you really want to design a game yeah. and games are puzzles. Uh, chess is the ultimate game, and I think what you guys have really managed to do. Listen, it's it's you're never going to please everyone, but the balance you managed to strike at the levels that I like to play at, which has hurt me plenty, and then um, ultra violence, I feel mm -hmm. are really good once you unlock the tools. 
Um, I would, you know, I, you know, there's, and I've, I've got friends who I said, just, they like 2016 better. And I'm like, I get that. If you just want to, you know, if you're the kind of person who just, uh, I think those are the same kind of people who play GZ Doom, which is a whole bunch of shit involved and <laughs> just want to just run around fucking, you know, SSGing everything and getting through. Um, and, you know, I can appreciate that, but I think they're doing themselves a disservice because once, mm-hmm. and like I like to say, I think, you know, Doom Eternal is a totally different game once you unlock everything, right? Um, and you've got these people who didn't get through the game, which bugs me. Those people that are arguing, some of the people that are the loudest arguing about the game turned it off after an hour or two and like said, oh, the design is garbage because it does this, that, or the other thing. Um, yeah. Without getting through the game, without using all the tools that the game gives you, the game the thing that you have to do in a game like Doom Eternal, which I think we did in, in the same in Dusk, is have to keep introducing new things to keep the game fresh all the way through the game. With Dusk, it was things we did with levels, you know, because we didn't, we weren't adding, you know, weapons and mechanics and stuff besides some power-ups. We were just making the levels kind of weirder and crazier. So by the time you got to yeah. E3M7, we're like, I don't know, what if you could just fucking fly? <laughs> uh, you know, because yeah. we, we were just running out of shit. Um, you know, yeah. but we kept we kept it fresh all the way through to the twist at the end and in the end and i think that's why so many people get through it and why people connect to it so well um and um, and i think doom eternal what you did was manage to just keep the 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 combat fresh all the way through every every level one of the biggest criticisms of 2016 that that i think they really took to heart was the um you know it, it the last third of the game definitely there wasn't much new introduced in it and, and yep. it, it got, you know, you know what it needed? Swimming puzzles, underwater, toxic <laughs> swimming puzzles. Was so, what it needed. So, hold on now. I have something irrelevant to add to that because there was swimming in, in 2016 at one point. Um, oh my God. Really? Fact, Seriously. Yeah. Or not foundry. It was surface had like a section of the level that was, um, it was underwater. The, the room where you first meet the summoner, there was a water puzzle in that room. And um, I remember like, uh, cause you know that was one of the first levels that we we had kind of uh art complete at, at that point and um i was like man this swimming is really awesome i was like i, I really <laughs> hope, i really fault, hope dude. we keep this yeah. it's all your fault no, we're just gonna blame mark yeah. it sounded great i mean I, it, it really felt like i just remember being like this really feels like swimming this is awesome it was before i really it really remember. feels like swimming yeah I mean, <laughs> that was that was 2016 eternal totally different um yeah. but uh, uh i remember so, really liking it well, and, well so uh, if you kept it then people would have been used to it see and then it wouldn't have been a problem uh, yeah. potentially i mean yeah. listen the, the swimming sections and and the turtle were short and easy yeah but they were I, like I, five but seconds. i was i was just like really you're gonna introduce bucket swimming sections like 80 percent of the way through the game <laughs> dude i, I, I really I was, hope I nobody like takes it. this out of context and is like Doom developer says that the swimming just felt like swimming, so they put it in the game. Like, <laughs> it just God, felt no, like sw- about- swimming's the best part of the game, says Doom <laughs> yeah. developer. All right, I'm running no. to Kotaku right now. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, no, I'd like, but stuff like that. But still, you kept it fresh. It was something new. Um, and I think we've all, we've all, uh, you know, laid plenty of praise on it. We've kind of discussed what, you know, people who, um, and I, I'll, I'll put aside people who say, oh my God, the game pops up giant tutorials for you. I mean, you could turn them the fuck off. And I appreciate them because the first time I played through the game, I'm like, oh, this is how you do this, that, and the other thing. Maybe oh, not yeah. the icon of sin. I'm not sure if the final boss <laughs> needed a pop-up saying, it was, it was weird. how you kill the final boss. It, it was a bit weird seeing the, the screenshot in the tip and he's in like a gray box room and you're just like, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's like, I, I think I could have figured it out. 
it's funny that everyone like memes on that because I turned the tutorials off right at the beginning, yeah, so I never saw like any of this stuff. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. it pops them up for everything, but which is I funny because airing on the side of accessibility. We're exactly, kind of air, and which I think of... is absolutely what you need to do. Options. When I say this, when we're working on the games we're working on, options. Make it an option. If you're arguing about whether something should or not be off, make it an option. Let people turn it on or off. Make it an option. And thus, we have so many options. In you know, some of the games we're working on, it's just it's important. Um, oh, yeah. Not only yeah. for accessibility, but just for just letting people play the way they want. Whereas a game like Sekiro or Bloodborne would never fucking do that. It would just get get good, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> See, it's I... weird because everyone like complains about that, and they're like, "Oh man, but what about accessibility?" And then when Eternal has you know accessibility tutorials, everyone's like, all the the Twitter yeah, devs it, are like, it must be bad you know, you know why, David? People. You can't win. You can't yeah, win. That's I know. the thing. Yeah. But it's yeah, got to be different win. people, right? Like it's, the people who don't like Doom Eternal pop-ups must also want Sekiro to stay hard, right? No, that's the weird so? the, by a huge margin the people I've seen complaining about Eternal We should do a fucking we should do a, we should do a Venn yeah. diagram of <laughs> go back and the ones who complained about Sekiro not being accessible, the ones complaining about Doom Eternal having those oh, too many tutorials and see who's in the middle there and then just shame 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 shame, shame. shame. Yeah, the shame. shame. Oh god. Let's talk, let's talk about the last season of Game of Thrones. That's oh, not. No, um, it's not. No thanks. But, yeah, so but we but we've 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 uh, we'll get to stuff like the Marauder in a second too. But we've um, we've we've leveled heaps of praise on because we're all you know Doom Eternal levels lovers, and like I said, most people are like I said ninety percent plus in both users and critics. And uh, that ten percent who don't, I think it's five percent people who are just you know being idiots, and then another five percent who just you know like something else, which is fine. I don't. Right, I don't, which is I don't fine. I don't, I don't mind people like my buddy Aaron came over yesterday and he was just like, I just like 2016 better. I like the way it does things better. And he also just really didn't, he wasn't into the lore. He was like, I mm -hmm. just miss it when it was just rip and tears. I don't want, you know, him to have like a, a house where he's got guitars and toys and <laughs> stuff like that. I don't, it just feels dumb to me. And I was like, I get it. If you don't like that, that's fine. I think it's I mean, fine. It is great. dumb. It's great. It is dumb. <laughs> and I think if I was going to write a Doom Eternal review, the thing I would say at the end is above all, Doom Eternal never forgets that it's a fucking video game. It is so video gamey, so self-aware. And he was yes. also saying, like the you know the platforming and stuff is fun, but like you get to that one part um, in Hell where it's literally Bowser's fucking castle with yeah. like with giant yeah. fire things going around and chains and stuff. And I, like, I, I actually enjoyed those. Too. I was like, I it's, a nice, it was it's a nice break from the combat, like doing something. I, thought, like I loved them. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was great. I love the platforming. We've got yeah, some guys like Gilby, like the, the wink and the nudge. You know, yeah, that, that, I think you know. I, totally. It's a it's a video game, and I think yeah. the fact that you can play it so straight and so serious, but also make it so silly, I think it's great, and I think most people appreciate that. But we should, I mean, there should be something. There's still some things that like we're nitpicking. I think let's let's all talk about some things that we don't like about Doom Eternal, or some things that we thought it could do better. Um, for me, once I got through, and I love the pacing, but you know, as I got to the end, I was like, you know, I really miss more smaller encounters. Doom Eternal is very much big arena, or then you know, linear path with lore and some secrets, and then big arena, and then platforming, and then linear path with lore and some secrets. 
Um, you know, in the original Doom games, it was kind of like the whole level was an encounter. You know, every corner you turned around, there was something to fight, something to do. And the sequence were, you know, balls hard. You had the hump walls. Um, whereas now, especially, I think, in 2016, the sequence were really hard to find. In Doom Eternal, the map's like, here's everything. Here's where you're going to fight stuff. Here's the secrets. And they're like, I was 100%ing the levels as I went through. And I kind of appreciated that because in 2016, I had to go back and use YouTube guides to find all the secrets um in the levels and i like the classic levels too i kind of missed that it was just fun to see they weren't like super fun to play through but it was fun to find <laughs> those classic levels i just love the old textures and stuff um so for it's, me it was uh, go it's, ahead it's really fun going from uh, eternal to doom 64 which hides its oh secrets, my god like, just oh, man, so yeah. maliciously oh uh, we'll get to doom 64 yeah. Uh, but so, so, Dave, for... what uh, do you remember around roundabout specifically where you felt that started to happen? Where what I missed the smaller encounters where I just realized yeah. it wasn't a thing. Well, so like yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I never minded the pacing, especially because I'm the guy. So you're, I'm the guy who stops and reads every bit of lore and gets every secret as I'm going through the levels. You went yes. back and did that. You blasted through, which is funny because you'd think we'd be the opposite. People have very big misconceptions about how I play games <laughs> and how David plays games. Yeah. Um, but I'm the guy, you know, I'm the guy who loves, you know, old school, you know, isometric RPGs and he's a guy who likes walking sims and stuff. Um but so I I love the pacing. I love having the big arenas and then but there was a few times towards the end where there'd be smaller encounters with like 3 4 5 demons and I'm like, "Man, I would like more of these." instead of just the giant arena fights. Um, because you know, I'm thinking about I, I levels like, to... like, um, like Arc Complex, mm-hmm. where uh, most of Arc Complex, honestly, is small encounters. Like, most of that level is you blazing through these hallways, and there's, like, a couple uh, arena set pieces. Yeah, I mean, I think there was... I, I'd like... I think I like would like more of that. Basically, um, but I know it's I don't hard disagree to at all. I actually yeah. I'm I'm more of a like, I mean I enjoy I, the arena fights a lot, but mm-hmm. I've all I've always felt like that was a that was a big divide between New Doom and Old Doom because Old exactly. Doom was very much about just you the know, whole levels the arena. There's yeah. a um there's a yeah. room in uh the Doom Hunter base which I thought they were gonna do more of this where uh. Mm-hmm. There's like you move into like a room and the door shuts behind you and you're literally yeah. in like this tiny closet and oh, then yeah. it spawns yeah. like a hell knight right in there. Oh, and God. it's like yeah. I now have to so fight yeah, a hell knight in like a talking. five foot yeah. space. I hated and, uh, that. Yeah, I, I was oh, kind of hoping for more of that. I love um, that stuff. That's that's one of the small... big things that improved, in my opinion, from 2016 is that like that uh, spatial tag because like older FPSs. You almost always had limited... I mean, okay, maybe not as much in Doom 2, but most of them you had very limited space to fight in, and the combat was as much about managing that space tactically as it was about, you know, circle strafing or being shooting quickly. And the parts where, um, in Eternal, where you have that, where you're like, you have this small limited space to manage and you have to fight enemies, I thought were awesome i thought i thought that was were really fun yeah i think the biggest enemy in doom eternal is the amount of space like if you've got a big open arena i'm never gonna die especially with the you know the runes that i have to get the speed boost after thing if you put me in a small space or i'm I'm fucked 
like the small spaces are you know the doom slayer's worst enemy i think in eternal there were a couple um, of slayer gates i think that had really cramped yeah. space compared to yeah, other areas i didn't have I, hard i, I mean, was expecting the slayer gates to be ooh. a lot harder um I, mm. I i didn't die i'm also like i said playing on hurt me plenty and stuff but i didn't die once i think on any of the slayer gates i love them they were a lot of fun i would like They're more of that fun. I would like more of that in the Ripatorium. <laughs> Endless mode. Yes. <laughs> Endless Ripatorium. Please. Endless Ripatorium. Um, uh, but yeah, those, so that's I think that's one of the things we can all agree on. But at the same time, the pacing was good. We're nitpicking, right? I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I like the breaks. Well, the pacing's between, fantastic. I, I like the breaks yeah. between the platforming. And I only, you know, I like the fact that you don't take lives away for platforming. Um, yes. I think that, that would have been that, nice. That, that's a, uh, like a, a Sekiro thing where like when you fall to your death, you don't die. You just lose a little bit of health. Yeah, which I think would be... not that a Dark would, Souls thing, for sure. Yeah, people, yeah, people would 100... <laughs> people would lose their minds if they died from... Oh, man, um, yeah. From uh, what you call it, if they uh, if, if yeah. they had the blasphemous falling to your death all like the time, it'd, it'd be like much... having the entire game. Um, every so often, it teleports you to Zen in Half Life. That's what it would be like. Oh my god! It, like so, I remember when we started when we did that. We had that implemented. I actually worked on part of that, like the when you fall, how it knows where to teleport you to. Okay. I actually uh-huh. took a pass at that, and I remember being like. Um, we were working on it and, and I got to give like kudos to our designers because our designers ha- are, are amazing at seeing the, the, the game from a much higher perspective and, and big picture, big picture mode. Um, because like we we're working on it and I'm like, what? It, so you're going to fall and it's just going to teleport you back up to the beginning. And they're like, yeah. And, and I'm, I remember thinking to myself like, all right, uh, that, that seems a little weird, but no, I'll do it. And um, we, we put that in and, and like now there's just wide praise for it, which is awesome to see. Like it, it builds a lot of trust and confidence in our designers, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it was good. It was good. Oh, it was uh, good the first time. So so you get to these platforming things and um, you're still learning it, you know, yeah. originally. Yeah. And I've also dodged straight off of a, an arena multiple times. Yeah. And it's like yeah. not being punished for that. It feels, it feels like you're right back in the action and going and it's, not yeah. just like like too bad, you know, reload your, your save or whatever, you know, if you really mess up. You know, yeah. Like, so. that, picking you up, good... brushing you off. And... Yeah, it's it's one of and like I that... said, it it keeps and it keeps the push forward going. And I think a big tenet yeah. for you guys, a design principle, is push forward, keep pushing oh, yeah. forward, keep playing the game. And if it was like any time, I actually had to reload a game, which was only against the fucking Marauder. But we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, especially with the connect to Bethesda bullshit that happens, like it would take like ten years for me to get back into the game. So especially with the extra live system, if I had to reload checkpoints and stuff every time, man, I would have gotten I I would have gotten frustrated. I was starting to get frustrated with the original Marauder boss fight. And, you know, after a few, you face him a few more times and he becomes pretty inconsequential other than maybe taking one of your, one or two of your lives if you get stuck with him and some other enemies. Um, and, and his, his dog. Stupid <laughs> fucking dog. If I was going to redesign the Marauder, I would make it so on Hurt Me Plenty, he doesn't have a dog. And then on uh, Ultra Violence, he does have a dog. And then I on, love his I, dog. Uh, what? I love all dogs except that fucking dog. Dylan, you're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> The one dog Dave doesn't like. Yeah, the one dog Dave doesn't like. He's a bad boy. He's bad. Um, you know, and then I tune it up so on Nightmare he has two dogs and two axes. Oh, boy. Uh, he just goes, I was Rrr. joking that he should fire lost souls when he oh, uh, uses that. I wouldn't mind and that not, so much. And not Doom Eternal lost souls either. Doom 64 lost souls. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> the Doom 64 lost souls are pushovers. Um, 
But yeah, so that was one of the things. Well, so how the- wait, how far have you played, Dave? They are uh, not pushovers at uh, all. I'm like level nine. It's been a while. Um, okay. I would say so. So yeah, I think so that we talk about. I, I think the pacing was great, but I would like some more of that. The difficulty spikes or lack thereof. I got to some fights at the end of things, and I was like, "That's it. That's that's the, <laughs> that that the fight." What I was expecting shit to be crazy. So I would f- I'd find not only spikes in difficulty with stuff like the Marauder, but then like anti spikes. I was like, "Oh, um, especially that's like odd. I I didn't find I, any of those. I wonder. Um, does Mark, do you know and can you tell if, uh, like, the number of enemies and the kinds of enemies changes based on difficulty? E- negative. I don't think so. Yeah, no, it the does. number it's of just, enemies just no, the way they behave, yeah. So they're just, what is, okay. what do they have, more health and stuff? And Yeah, I know no, they have more like, health. It, it's like, uh, so they have different kinds of attacks. They have, like, their, their heavy attacks and then their fast attacks. Uh-huh. And, and also, like, I know that they, th- there's actually a really great talk that um, our AI programmers did at GDC. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. Mm-hmm. But uh, where they talked about the AI in 2016. And, and like, the, there's a, so much going on behind the scenes. Like, I didn't work on it like personally so i don't know for sure and i can't say for sure so i struggle to be mm-hmm. specific but i know that they have tons of knobs to tune for stuff like that like how many enemies engage you at once you know um mm-hmm. whether enemies are like uh, like how many of certain types come after you um i know in in 2016 we had two modes for the baron so we, there was like a ranged mode and then you know where he would throw the green goo at you and then the um the, the close in mode where he would like rush in and attack you and whenever <laughs> you were instant teleport air, mode where you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, god so like um yeah sorry kid like, uh, <laughs> but uh nothing personal no, nothing, nothing personal. personal um but but uh so when you were fighting two barons you know that it would we had systems in the background that would be like all right we don't want both of them in your face at once so we do we would have one switch to range mode and one uh you know be that that fast attack mode oh this, and this it was is the like, token system right where they yeah yeah the, and the player would have like tokens and the enemies would take them off the player Yes, yeah, and that that's sort mm. of almost like a queuing system, and mm. um and, and I know that that's stuff that they had in twenty or, or in Eternal as well. So I, I couldn't even begin to to um list like the the amount of tuning that goes into uh you know difficulty mode stuff. There is like your standard damage and health um boost. In fact, yeah. I don't even think there is much of a health boost. Like I think I think it's, really? it's output and then uh, attack like like uh, damage for sure, and then the output. And number of demons that can engage you at once. Huh. Um, I'm playing on Nightmare now, and it definitely like even from ultra violent, it definitely feels much, much. The the, the enemies feel like they're on me much quicker and yeah. much better at following me. Like like yeah, they, I know that there was even talk about tuning like accuracy of their projectiles as well and stuff oh, like yeah. that based on difficulty. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah meanwhile, in our games, it's just like saying. enemy have more health. Enemy do more no, damage. no, no, not more health. Never more enemy, health. Yeah, enemy go I'm, faster. I'm completely actually has health changes for difficulty. Gloomwood yeah. actually has I, a I lot of different that. things that changes. A medieval yeah, has, a ton. has a, a medieval. Ton. A medieval has fucking pickups, amount of enemies, enemy health. Enemy... Jesus, Leon, for all the levels, it's different. It's crazy. I think in uh, I think I think in Cerro Miedo, uh, in Dust, Cerro Miedo, should uh, the Wendigos should never turn visible. Like you should have to just kill them. Oh, actually, I love that idea. That was... yeah. <laughs> fully invisible mode. Imagine coming. 
Time yeah. for a patch. Patch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I mean, that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, it's interesting that because I don't think I ever experienced any lack of difficulty spikes, or at least that I noticed. Like yeah. to me, it felt like. Well, you played actually... on you played you played on ultra violence all the way through, yes. right? Okay, so I'm hurting yeah. me plenty, so it might just be like I think as I got the thing it's so funny because I turned it I started on ultra violence and turned it down to hurt me plenty and then thought about turning it back up uh to UV but didn't. So that might have been the thing. Maybe I was just playing on, you know, HMP when I should have been playing on uh, you know, ultra violence, but you know, I think I'm just going to you know, second play well, you just figured it's... stuff out like you just you just Yeah. Got, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, think... I guess I did notice there were some points where, like, there'd be a difficulty spike, and then the game would go down for a little while, which I thought was really mm. good, because you don't want it necessarily to just spike and stay up there, because then it becomes yeah, yeah. like a it endurance exhausting. test. Really. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I was... I was really worried. I was going to say after because the Marauder, I think myself and yeah. a lot of people found is a, it is a huge spike. No, you know, mm-hmm. that's like there's no For denying. Sure. There's no denying. It's like what? And I think you guys, you know, designed it that way. Um, and I was worried that after that, oh shit, the there's this is going to be a thing now. The rest of the game is going to be like this. And then it <laughs> wasn't. And I was like, I was almost like I didn't want to go back. I did because I stopped after that. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to. I want to keep playing if the rest of the game is going to be like this. And then it wasn't. And then you only introduce Marauders, basically. So you fight them, you know, one at a time. Or you can kill the other enemies around them and get them to a one at a time. They were only placed. They were placed sporadically. They're not all just in there I, all the fucking I think time. A bunch were in, I think a bunch were in Slayer Gates as well, but not in, like, the main arenas. Like, you had to go out of your way to, to run into yeah, them. Yeah, you have to. And you can... More. And you could still get away. And I don't know how anybody plays without the speed boost after glory kill fucking rune. Like I, I, I would that like that's how I get out of everything. Just dash away. But you know we can talk about him now. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, so the because yeah. I think you know you know when I first got to him I was cursing and screaming saying fuck this fuck you this is so st- how could like what the fuck uh, you know I was I was I was retweeting all the the Marauder memes. Um, uh, and the Marauder memes are still great. They're um, great, yeah. And if it does feel like he was, you know, he was pulled from a different game. It feels like he was pulled out of Sekiro and stuff. And I think obviously, you know, Hugo's a huge fan of those games. It was a big inspiration for this. Um, but you know, did you guys really want this to be the fuck you? This this is a fuck you moment. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh Good. no, no, definitely not. Like we, I mean, I'm certain that it was a. Uh... You know, just like any time we, we introduce a new enemy, like you, you, there's like a little bit, there's a learning curve where you're figuring mm-hmm. them out. And, and the curve's definitely a bit steeper on the Marauder. Like one, because mm-hmm. so once again, like I wasn't involved in the design on the Marauder. Mm-hmm. But like when I fought him for the first time, I died a ton of times. Yeah. And like, it, but I was just, he's such a cool enemy. And I was so oh, yeah, determined to figure out. Especially because I was, I think it was because I was at that point, I was ready to turn the difficulty up because that was mm-hmm. on, he's at the end of what, UAC, Marbase? Our complex. complex, and I was just all oh, those no, fights. No, I was having yeah. fun. I was get. I was so into it by that point. I was just fucking everybody up. I was like, all right, this is getting easy now. I'm gonna turn it back up. I've got enough stuff unlocked. I know which mods I like. I'm, you know, this game, and then this motherfucker comes out of a portal. <laughs> <laughs> and remind you, sit back one. down, Dave. Yeah, basically, yeah. It was, yeah. So, well, like one of the things we do, um, which is uh, I don't, I haven't seen this brought up anywhere, but when an enemy kills you, uh, but I know we do this because I worked on this system. Um, when an enemy kills you, um, the next loading screen tip you get is sort of a tip on how to beat that yeah. enemy. Yeah, but yeah, I, know, I did. Twitter I did notice like, that. 
I yeah, knew I how to beat him. It told me how to beat him. It's like, yeah. wait till his eyes flash green. And then, but it wasn't working. And then the, the, the dog. I had, and the, oh, 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 oh. I, I found I had the someone on Twitter who was complaining about the tutorials, being like, well, it would have been far more sophisticated oh, design man. if they just had the tip come up after you'd been beaten by the enemy. And I'm like, they do. Every loading screen reminds that. you of what killed you. It's like, hey, remember how to beat a Kaku yeah. demon? I'm like, yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I just <laughs> I'm just bad, okay? We should have played it yeah. again in slow motion from the demon's perspective, just him beating your face in. Like, you can have undying death animations. It's really... It's funny though, because like I was, uh, I think I was the last one out of this group to to make it to the Marauder, and everyone yeah, was like, "Oh were... no, Dylan, wait, wait until the Marauder. You have yeah. no idea what's coming up ahead." And we and forgot that you I were played... a Bloodborne veteran. Yeah, yeah I I played so much Bloodborne and Sekro that like he came up and he's like, "You know, Slayer," and then I just like blasted him in like thirty <laughs> seconds, and I was like, "That's it? Like, what happened?" That's absolutely oh, that's, that's insane, man. I was like sweating. I died like yeah. six times, I think. Yeah, he I took all my also, he, he yeah. took all my one ups. I had to reload. And I was like, "I'm using the super shotgun. I'm staggering him. I'm shooting him twice I, at a time." But yeah, then I'd I, have to go, and I was trying to, and I would try to go around the arena, obviously, to get the you know to replenish from the zombies that were there. And mm -hmm. that's when the fucking dog would jump up in the ass and get me, <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, I gotta let, let, let me learn the thing." But yeah. then I think it was pretty. It was pretty impressive, though. He makes you really scramble. Like you're really yeah. running yeah. from him. Yes, like, like, like as problem. fast as you are. But that's the problem. Yeah. You can't run from him because if you run from him, that's when he sends the dog out and stuff. So the whole you have <laughs> there, to stay. There was and... someone who said, "Oh, you know, it's really bad that they they introduced him in a room that small." And I was like, uh, "No, no, no! It's great because yeah. it teaches you how to how to toe to toe with him because you're going to mm -hmm. be fighting him in even smaller spaces with even more enemies soon." Which is funny, everybody complained about that gore nest where you have to beat him in 30 seconds. Uh, and I just, I fucking just ballisted him to death in like 20 seconds. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, people are like, I tried 45 times on that. I'm like, you get a decent amount of space. I mean, once you, and that's another thing, mastering the weapons is so yeah. fucking important. Uh, once you've got the masteries unlocked, it's just like, it's just like, yeet micro missiles everywhere, yeet, you know, heat wave, fucking ballista, ballista, you know, the arbalest fucks them up. If you can, especially because once you've got it mastered, you've got the arbalest and then you can move faster and shoot two. You could double tap them with the fucking arbalest, uh, yeah. if you get them. And then he's just like yeeted into the solar sphere. So just um, the fact that there, there's such a dialogue around him, I think makes him a pretty, I think it's great. And I think it's oh, a it's better a dialogue. I think it's better than the Sekiro dialogue was just like game hard, get good. Uh, yeah. because there's, there's different ways to approach it and there's different things you could do for masteries and stuff like that. Um, and you know, then you see yeah. guys like you wouldn't see guys like Sunni legend playing doom, doom, eternal you know that's the guy mm -hmm. who you know is great at doing all those videos like yeah sekiro and stuff like that so i think it's definitely a success i think do i think the spike was a bit much yes uh especially because i was on hurt me plenty and that motherfucker <laughs> hurt me a lot more than plenty he hurt me yeah. more than plenty <laughs> too much plenty um, I'm sorry. if he wasn't so hard we wouldn't have gotten so many great marauder memes that's yeah, true yeah, that's true i think it's so, worth I it think. for the memes it's, it's, worth, it. it's oh. worth it for the memes um other things didn't intro the demons. 
did not intro the demons. Well, I, I was, I oh, yeah, did a whole was fucking trailer, did a whole trailer for the archvile with the big reveal, and then he just shows up and Talbot's right like, I'm here, I'm on fire, hey everybody. He, got, he didn't get a tip even, did he? He just no, shows no. up. He just shows oh, yeah, up. Just just I just saw like a bunch of outlines of demons and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. Think, oh, that was so everyone's I... experience. Yeah, so I actually found out, so the, you know they get like, when they're teleporting in, they're like frozen in magma or whatever? Kind yeah, of yeah, anything. yeah. I had no idea what was going on ever. Me either. I beat the game and then found out what that meant. I was like, oh, yeah. it means the arms oh, really? around. <laughs> I just oh. knew. Oh. I just... I just knew there's an archvile was doing that. I didn't know what was happening. I just knew archvile is doing archvile shit. Go find the archvile. Um, Zag, you're gonna say something. Um, no, I, I was. So yeah, I'm, so you're I'm not actually... a so you're not a doom veteran. You don't necessarily know what the fucking archvile is. What no. was your no um so so i played so as you know i only played quake 2 growing up nothing else um i never my first doom game okay i played some other games my first doom game was doom 3 no joke um I, i've seen doom i knew i knew what doom was uh but i never really played it i didn't really i thought it was very linear like um yes yeah, it's, it's just like cursing in here um <laughs> like it was very like flat like there's no aiming up and down and stuff i didn't like it um oh. i had the same issue with older shooters as well um and you know I'm I'm 1990s born, so obviously I've I've missed some of the stuff like Dave played when he was a kid. Um, but but are you, are uh, so, you older or younger than Doom? Uh, uh, younger, I think. Okay. Right? When did Doom Wait, come what? out? What? Doom when came out ninety. Doom came out ninety three. Oh, ninety three. No, no. So I was three. Um, so Jesus. I didn't play it when I was a kid. I played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was um, seventeen so in ninety three. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how long? How how fucking old Dave, are you, Dave? Dave is like fifty three. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm as old as the Alpha and the Omega. So so yeah. we played we played different games, and also like I played more RTSs, and I played Unreal Tournament and Quake and all that. I didn't play as much like Doom and some other stuff. Um, but but uh, getting in, so Doom twenty sixteen, I played a quite a bit, and um, like about I got probably halfway through it, and I I got kind of bored with it. I just it didn't quite click with me. Um. I played Eternal and I was like immediately hooked. Um, something different about it. It was more, it just felt more like a, a successor to what I thought Doom should be. It was just very like game. It's like, this is a fucking video game. This is so much fun collecting oh, shit, yeah. running around. I got eight weapons. It was really, it was great. Um, uh, and so the Archvile, I really didn't, I didn't know anything about. I I didn't know the, I, I was afraid to type in chat. Like, hey guys, I came across the brain spider thing. I had to look up the name first before I mentioned it. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to, I had to open a code. Shame. You're going to have to be more specific. I, did, I didn't want you guys thinking, you know, I was, uh, I, I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I thought it was perfect. The tips were like really good for me. Um, obviously I didn't need a lot of them. Like some were very obvious. Obviously oh, I didn't shit. need a lot of them. You know, follow, no, no, it's like ultimate no, no, it's like, gamer. Follow, Follow the green lights everywhere, you know. The level design is like just just guide you through, but it was great. Um, I didn't have to th stop and think about much in the game. I just it was just super enjoyable. Um, yeah. and, and until the arch file, that was confusing and scary. Yeah, I, I think I, th I think it was really weird, especially because they you know, did a whole trailer about it, and because he has such there's a lot of mechanics going on. Um, to not like have any sort of you know. Uh, pop up or cutscene for that felt really like uh you know strange mm -hmm. considering the rest of the game literally tells you how to play it or at least not having him show up and be like fire i am the guy who's doing this come find me um i thought yeah. that was really weird and you know titan didn't really get an intro you know um uh you know an intro you know the, the real cyber demon um which i thought i just loved the, oh the enemy designs coming straight from doom 2 was so fucking cool yeah 
good. Mm-hmm. I love the Titan. And I just love the thing, the biggest thing to change about shooting enemies from 2016 to this is all the chunks that fucking blow yeah. off. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. And by, especially so the Titan. By the time you're shooting the Titan, done with, almost done with the Titan, he's just like a skeleton with some meat hanging off of him. It's so cool. Um, yeah. I can't even imagine designing the that feedback system. for that was just so satisfying. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's yeah. so good when, when you just auto things, when so you auto shotty going back and playing cheats and just uh, infinite ammo oh, yeah. and auto shotty just ripping chunks off a demon. You did that on purpose in the um in the demo against the pinky and super gore nest when he's just like he's already dead but Hugo just keeps shooting the soup the uh auto shotty at his corpse. It's so satisfying. It's so cliff, I think. And I think that's another thing. It really lends itself well. And I love the fact that you guys put cheats in there as actual things. And you can go back and play the levels with the cheats. Because then it's like, if you want that, just run around and shoot whatever the fuck you want experience. Sure. It's there for you. But the first time you play the game, it's like, you're going to play the game. We want you to We want you to have the, I, the experience that we created for you. And I think we did a lot of the same thing with Dusk, where we wanted you to play. We wanted you to go through it a certain way and experience it a certain way the first time. And then go back and just do whatever the fuck you want want but i i like the fact that you you know you you have those options there the mission select is you know so available you can go back and do like the the gore nest encounters with cheats on and stuff like that the only thing you can't do is like the slayer gates which makes sense um i think it just it it's as open as you want it to be as long as you want to get through it that first time um and i think playing it the way it's intended the first time is good i mean sure i think there's some spikes i don't think it's perfect but i think anybody shrugging it off or saying that it's bad design i think they're really not they're they are not thinking as critically as they should be about it it's it's really really heavy missing the forest for the trees i feel like mm-hmm. almost all the complaints i've seen it's oh, like yeah. they're just completely missing like missing it and it's very frustrating yeah especially since a lot of these complaints are coming from people that i feel should know better because they're like developers yeah Yeah. i mean i think think, uh, a lot of people miss out on like the human touch of it because all of it was crafted lovingly and with yeah oh absolutely absolutely. and the fact that you guys yeah just like now everything is canon the fucking shitty comic the shitty books (laughs) The shitty games, every everything is now is it's, it's all canon and it's great and people are still finding stuff like there was you know that picture of Doom guy and his fucking family. still looking for the dusk Easter egg. Yeah, where's that dusk <laughs> Easter egg, Jason? Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, it was it was good. I mean, the, the the everything I didn't like was nitpicky. You know, I felt like it made yeah. some you know some of the the strategies made demons inconsequential. Like caco demons are now just lava thing into its mouth, or you know. Uh, stuff like that, and like knowing, but it's it all. But it was I, funny every single time. It was, and that's the thing. And I think that was a thing that our Lord and Savior Todd Howard once said, um, where the thing if find the thing that you do the most in your game, and make sure that thing is fun every time. And when he what he was talking about when he did that was the um, the cash register noise that it made in Fallout Three whenever you. Um, hit somebody in uh, vats in the slow-mo and critted somebody, mm-hmm. you know, it made that cash register sound. Uh, and it was fun every single fucking time. It felt good every single time you heard that. Okay. Uh, and it was, and it was, and he was a hundred percent right. And of course he is because he is God Howard. Yeah. And it was, uh, it, and it's the same thing with doom eternal. It never got boring. Not yeah. once. Could there be a few more animations? 
sure. But like <laughs> it never got bored. Like the one you do from the behind when you like crawl up his back. Oh, yeah. And put it, that one's really fun. Um, there's enough. I mean, the fact that yeah. there's as many as there is at all. But like Can I said, it never favorite glory kills. Favorite glory kills. Um, I mean for me Oh the arm bone. Uh, the, arm bone. Oh, the arm bone is so good. Are we talking yeah. about the arm bone on the slithery bitch or the arm bone yeah, on where the you, where you break it and then impale yeah, put her it through with her. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's gotta be the cyber demon cutting him down and then because oh, that's, that's just, so, too. just chopping him down to size. Yeah. Um, I, lo- about- I love going behind the arachnotron and just punting him onto his like head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was a. Um, uh, I had an idea for one, um, one uh, for a glory kill at one point while we were working on the game, and it was like you, you, um, you. My idea was I was talking to one of the animators at one point about it, and and, and my my idea was you would you would go to punch a hell knight and he would catch your fist, and then the blade would just come out of your hand, and and I wanted the hell knight to like smile as he caught your fist, and then the blade yeah. would come out and just impale him in the face. It's, uh, it's kind of like, that, like uh, the, the what you do to the marauder the first time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and like oh, so um, that was like an Indiana Jones moment. He turned like, himself into a pickle. It was the funniest <laughs> shit I had ever seen. That's such a good video. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, what do you mean it's not funny? Oh, it was great. But it's like, uh, the Doom memes, oh my god, Doom memes are on the fucking rise. Invest, invest, invest. Hell yeah. It's a good time. Um, But, but it was sort of like that the moment from Raiders of the Lost Ark where like the dude's whipping the sword around and then Indiana Jones. Oh, and he pulls the, pulls the pistol yeah. out. Oh yeah, it's so, such a great like, thing. He's just like, yeah, he's, I, got the, he's got the machete. Hell yeah. And I pitched that to the animator and, and like he thought it was hilarious and he was like, I'm gonna go put that in. And of course and that was the end of it. That was the last I'd ever heard of it. And I didn't wanna be that dude who's like, Hey man, you gonna put my glory kill in? You know, I didn't wanna like <laughs> be that that I didn't wanna annoy him. There's so still time. I had never seen it. Then um I was playing against uh like I told you I died like twenty times against the Marauder the first time I fought him, but then when I finally got him and he he glowed this is the first time and it was like around december time frame so the studio is kind of winding down for the year and uh, and i was doing a play through the game and so i i went in to do my glory kill the marauder and it was that glory kill where he catches the hands and the blade comes out and i was i like first of all i was through the moon for having beaten the marauder for the first time yeah. finally but then seeing that glory kill in there as well was like so do you think that i just start crying i had to go home I had so to wait, go home for the rest of the day. I was like, "So, do you think weird. that's your glory kill that they put it on the Marauder, or it's just oh, that was sure. our?" Oh yeah, yeah it totally sure. is. That's yeah, awesome. Totally and, and it's 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 a great moment too because you think maybe he's gonna like catch your glory kill and stop it. You're like, yeah, I do. Oh, <laughs> more of this guy, and then yeah. just boom. It's like nope, mm. yeah. blade comes out. It's such wow. an Indiana Jones moment, man. It's a great moment. Like, so good. Yeah. You know, using guile. It's know? a shame they only ever made three Indiana Jones movies. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame uh, they're not making another one right now. Oh my god! No. I don't, why'd you have to remind me of that? Now I have to go <laughs> fucking. So yeah, I think have we exhausted the discussion of Doom Eternal? Should we? Start I mean, we comparing? could go on for hours. I'm we sure we could yeah. go on for hours, but I think one of the other things we wanted to talk about because a game that shipped uh, for the first time for a lot of people and it was a pre-order bonus is the Lost Cult Classic, the Doom Three that we always had but never knew we had. Uh, in a very snazzy port of Doom EX, which is now just Doom 64, uh, available yeah. for a lot of people uh, for the first time. Yep. Uh, and I think a lot That's of people the first are playing. official release of it on PC. Yeah, we had, it is. You know, We've had it's... EX before, but yeah. those were unofficial. And now the same guy 
who worked Kaiser, on those. Kaiser yeah, from Night Kaiser Dive. From Night may, Dive. He, may, he, may he remain blessed. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he and it's done it's, a official port of it. It's great. Yeah, and it's it's great. It's on it's on consoles as well. I mean, no I was, way, I, the way it was I had always tweet, intended. Oh right? my god! Oh. I, I had a tweet yesterday. Anybody who beat Doom sixty four as a child with an N sixty four controller deserves a Nobel Prize as an adult. I can't even get through shit on PC. They're like they're like you have to you have to diagonal strafe. I'm like I have to what now? <laughs> and this is it's... and this is critical path. This is it's so brutal. I'm playing Critical on like Path I, and Doom I, 64 is like a mega secret in any other Doom game. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I'm playing on I own Doom and I'm still like, how did anyone play this game on it? I can't imagine. 64 yeah. And I mean, the things I really appreciate about Doom 64 are obviously the atmosphere is incredible. It reminds me a lot of uh, PlayStation uh, Doom, and that was all. Aubrey did the soundtrack for both, right? It's the same soundtrack, I believe. I don't. Is um, it for the PlayStation not, Doom? That's what I've been. I've never actually played PSX Doom. PSX Doom is one of my favorite ports because it's just so it's so creepy and disturbing and uses a lot of PlayStation type technology to get them all these crazy lighting and effects and stuff. It's just it's just yeah. Spooky. I've been told it's the same music and sounds, and I'm not sure whether it was those were done for PSX Doom or for Doom 64. I can't imagine. Yeah, Doom, so like it's, the music it's, in Doom sixty four not being done for Doom sixty four. Yeah, it it's just well, fits it, so well, it's Aubrey. I know Aubrey did it, so it's like he did uh-huh. Final Doom and Doom PlayStation, Doom sixty four. I'm not sure if it's the same soundtrack, but it might be. Um, anyway, but it was you know, so Aubrey's soundtrack is obviously very different to uh, yes. Bobby's to Bobby's stuff. Bobby more different. Bob, well, Bobby, as we know, was just riffing on old metal songs at the time. You know, Anthrax, you know, Metallica, shit like that um you know and it was just you know it was it was old metal riffs turned into midi songs aubrey's is just fucking somebody had that uh just that a madhouse yeah, yeah someone had that tweet the other day with like doom 64 soundtrack be like it's just the skin and bones falling off of a skull and just bleeding just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's very rats for breakfast as they say which they don't well say. honestly they don't say I'm, yet yeah I mean, honestly, the second half of that game, the music is like super, super Doom sixty four. Like, yeah, you're. So. And David, it's funny because I haven't played it in a while, and I didn't realize just how much dusk is in Doom sixty four. The textures and the lighting and everything. Yeah. I'm like, this motherfucking looks like a dusk level. And David's like, actually, I pulled a lot from Doom sixty four. I straight up drew some Doom sixty four textures for dusk. Yeah, like, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. I don't think we discussed Doom sixty four once during development, which is wild. Now that I'm playing it again, just the things they do with the colored lighting, the level changes, and the scripting, and the macros, and just like the stuff that was just non existent in Doom one and two is just uh, so cool it's to so see. Good. So, so and, I, I have a. I actually, I, I played Doom sixty four the port uh, the other day because mm-hmm. you know I got it, so why not? Um, yeah, well, I've, we've first, been playing, first time. You know? First time playing like an older Doom title, and I also watched you play. Oh, Dave. Um, oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> also, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I played I played a few levels. Um, it's it's good. Um, but one thing I was actually really surprised with, I was like, I thought this game had like shitty graphics, you know, like, but actually the colored lighting and stuff. I, oh, I didn't it's, know oh, they I didn't know the engine was capable of all that stuff. It's actually yeah. a very pretty game. Um, it is. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see the dusk, uh, the inspiration to yeah. dusk. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Zach, if you want a more like the traditional Doom experience of Doom One and Two is a lot more like Eternal and Twenty. It's just running around shooting shit. Uh, it's not. It's not platforming and secrets and fucking platforming and puzzles and time I, doors I and all that I shit. I honestly didn't mind it. I it felt fine. Oh no, it's uh, it's it it's, gets it's, really evil later on though. Like, yeah, yeah some of the mm, traps mm, are just like it's super. The people evil. who made this are so evil at heart. 
Yeah, and it's yeah. funny because it's, it's it's such a departure, and it wasn't it. I think it was Midway that did it. Yeah, it was Midway. Um, may they rest in peace. Um, and it was, it's just, it's very, and I, I kept comparing it. It's like Dusk and Sigil had this evil fucking child <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty accurate, of just puzzles and puzzles combined with really cool atmosphere, um, yeah. and, and enemies. It's and- honestly, it's like, okay, so we've got Doom 3, but mm-hmm. I honestly think that Doom 64 is maybe even more of a horror game and scarier than Doom yeah. 3. Yeah. Even like on this, I mean, it's more actiony. It's more like a traditional Doom game, but it's just that, like, the madness and, like, sinister atmosphere of the whole thing. Like, the game, it feels like the game is out to kill you. And you've got this, like, this horrifying soundtrack playing, and you've got these, you know, visuals that are super um, abstract and dark and gloomy and weird. And gloomy. All of that in com- yeah, <laughs> gloomy. Gloom. All of that in combination just makes it this, like, even playing it now like it's still a fairly unsettling experience if you play doom 64 in like a dark room it's you know? very unsettling like, or if you or if you're streaming it with people telling you how to beat the fucking levels and be like oh yeah. dave, dave can't do the platforming i tried my trying my best oh did your stream not go so well I, yeah, I, quit, I, I quit. I quit. and I played Gloomwood instead. Didn't get any subs. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, we had like eighty people like in watching. between, between cool, like yeah. Doom and Quake. Yeah, it is, and I think it's it's. I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad that it's getting the love I think it deserves now. Because I think yeah. me myself and a lot of people included just thought it was a port of Doom because they mm. called it Doom 64. So I just yeah. thought it was Doom on the N64. I had no idea it was a completely different game. Yeah, as a it, kid, it sort of got the short end of the, the stick in that regard for sure. And that's so much. I can't imagine playing. You know, it didn't have yeah, saves. and also it, in the regard had a, that like it had a password system like an old yeah, Nintendo it's like a, game. It's like, like a keygen code. Like it's completely. Uh, Oh, it also does long, something long, that um yeah. none of the other Doom games do, which is it hides uh these like items in the the secret levels to unlock a new weapon. Yeah, like, so that's, yeah. so that's the uh, the Unmaker, which you know shows up again in Doom Eternal. You know, it's they 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 pulled so much from Doom sixty four, and it, and it Doom sixty four is now canonically leads in to fucking Doom Eternal. If you which you know is... the. The, the big, re- amazing, the, the big yes. reveal, you know, with the with the new episode and stuff. How Doom guy is just basically insane. Is playing all these Doom games and just shows up in heaven like, <laughs> yeah. um, which is which is great. I mean, it's just so it's funny. Great. It's like how, the fact that they managed to make a fun, you know, a fun story out okay. of that. It's, Can it's we just talk this... for a, a second about how amazing the premise for the new levels is, where it's like you you've gotten so annoying in hell. <laughs> that they 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 decide the worst punishment for you is to banish you from hell yeah. and you're just trying to fight back into hell that yeah. is the best premise ever <laughs> it's very dumb i think that's the best yeah. thing and i was talking to aaron yesterday and we were talking about how dumb the doom lore is and i'm like all nerdy shit is dumb and he's like talking about this out loud i sound like i feel like i'm an idiot i'm like you want to talk about warcraft lore you want to talk about these motherfuckers coming through a portal and they're taking this planet and then wait no no these hooved motherfuckers crash from a spaceship from their planet <laughs> and then they're there and then the drain is like it's just as dumb Everything is stupid. You try talking about the Avengers and Spider-Man in a crowded place. It's all stupid. Everything is stupid. That's why it's yeah. fun. Nerdy shit Doom is Lore just is dumb. Great. Doom lore. Like, I like people complaining about eternal lore being like or eternal being like silly and dumb and, and yeah. like you do remember that like in original canon Doom lore, 
the entire catalyst for like most of the games is that Doom Guy's pet rabbit was killed. Yeah, that's not even a fan yeah. theory. That's literally canon. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just I love the fact that we have Doom lore now, and I've been reading into yeah. I've been reading all the theories about what's going on with Hayden and Vega and all that stuff, and I'm like, oh, I like this. I can't wait yeah. for the DLCs that bridges this. I'm like, I want to know what happens next, yeah. and it's the same thing. If you just have to give the player enough to want to know what happens next, and that's I think one of the things we did really well with Dusk is we just we only we don't give you that much story, and then to see what's coming out of that with how much people love Jacob and Nier Lethatep and fucking even Big John and stuff like that. Just giving people enough fun, dumb shit to get to the next level to know what's happening next is really all you need. And, you know, if if you go all in with that and just the fact that they made, like, the fact that they went, well, what are we going to make canon from the old games? And they literally was like, everything. Everything yeah. is canon. They found a way to make everything. And I love except the fact... Doom is, Doom, is Doom 3 except, canon or no? I don't it, think so, except Doom unclear. 3. I really I like the theory of Doom 3 being uh, a literal, like, the first game. Like, it's literally like a prequel Doom to 1? Doom 1. Yeah, I like that, that, that theory. That, oh, that yeah. Sense. That makes well, sense. Um, I also yeah. liked, well, I liked Petruger a lot as an antagonist. Yeah, I feel, obviously <laughs> felt very similar to Olivia. I didn't, I, and I think, what was it, Resurrection of Evil? I think that I remember yeah. liking that. I think. Can we can we spend I some time Doom talking 3. about how Doom Three is actually I good? I mean, this is the Doom, okay. the Doom the podcast, yeah. and I think I think Doom Three has, and I think I think the modding community, which we have to thank for literally everything, um, is yeah. who has kept all these games alive, and then you know the re-releases and stuff. The fact that Doom Sixty Doom Three is finally getting you know the love it deserves, not BFG edition, uh, and Doom Sixty <laughs> Doom Sixty Four, but at the same time, BFG edition brought it back into the spotlight. It brought it into well, VR, true, and yeah. it got people talking about it again. They're like, you know, people were like, actually, the actually the flashlight was good, and people were like, what? Um, <laughs> uh, and then the it same was good. Doom, I will die Doom, on this hill. Yeah, yeah, I will die yeah. on that hill too. Uh, where's the hill um and the then hill? the same thing with doom 64 you can't see it because you don't have your flashlight out the fall the fall broke your the fall broke your flashlight the fall broke yeah yeah um i think the same thing with doom 64 making it a part of the conversation again then getting modders in there to do all this stuff and then kaiser bless his soul you know making it so everybody could play doom 64 doom 3 i think is starting to be appreciated again uh, for what it was, which for was a, weird, which was like, uh, yeah, like more of a, was, a yeah. survival. It was more of a spooky survival horror game. There were people at it at the time who wanted to make a more of a horror game. I think Tim was pretty instrumental in that. Uh, you know, they wanted that's what they wanted Doom to be. Um, yeah, but then it's I, also an action game at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, but it and I think work. well, I think you saw what Carmack was doing every with every iteration of Doom since Doom Two. When you know now that Romero wasn't there and stuff again, was making it more. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at you know the Doom sixty four tech, or you look at the PlayStation Doom tech, or the fucking Jaguar stuff, and then into Doom Three, it was just like we need to do more stuff with lighting, more stuff with color, more spooky this, more spooky that, just engine stuff, like cool stuff. Because I think cool engine stuff took away from fast-paced action and was like well we need dynamic lighting and you can't have that if it's fast-paced action it has to be spooky and slow so we can show off and the dark, lighting yeah. Yeah. yeah so i think all that because it, it got that was that weird time where it became like engine place so we were just carmack yeah. working on engine mm -hmm. stuff and we're and it was just kind of making games to like go along with that and mark was like seven at the time um <laughs> <laughs> no, i was like uh no i was actually an edgy 
and doing oh god yeah so, mark and his jenko jeans and his air walks and oh, his, yeah. uh, his chain wallet and his spiky hair i, I was there yep. his billabong it, shirt it was the early 2000s man oh my god it was terrible how the <laughs> 90s how did we go from the 90s which was so actually the 90s was awful too people in like fucking you know uh neon kurt cobain died yeah that's true yeah <laughs> kurt cobain died and everything yeah that was the that just shifted the paradigm put um, us in the darkest timeline it did yeah. <laughs> And then Slipknot came out. We lost Dimebag. Oh man, Dimebag and Vinny now. Everybody's dying. I know. Oh, also, and we so uh, uh, Fabio just noticed that um, what you call it, King. Um, who's the king in uh, in Doom Eternal? What's his name? Oh, King oh, Novak. Novak. King Novak is literally Lemmy. He's got <laughs> Lemmy's moles and everything. He's sons of bitches because there's that Easter egg uh, where Lemmy. the UAC lady, if you come back, she goes, Lemmy is God, which is obviously a nod to uh, Airheads, one of uh, another cult classic movie. If you've never seen Airheads, go watch Airheads, the movie where Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi break into a radio station. They get their demo played on the air. So at the very end of the movie, they can have a concert where they play a fucking Reagan year youth song of all things um great movie but they have that one thing where it's like who would win a fight lemmy or god and the guy goes uh lemmy and he goes uh, and he goes god no and he's like trick question lemmy is god um and then to see that you actually made king novak modeled after lemmy he's got lemmy's mutton chops and lemmy's moles which is you know that's the big identifier you know lemmy had those two moles on his face uh i thought that was pretty cool of course yeah, you man. guys did that of course the you game did. is heavy metal like in video game form yeah um it's cool you should have had halford voice uh hayden or something man you just scream ha ha um but anyway doom <laughs> 3 is okay yeah this is good yeah, it's I not a lot. the best doom game there i think what david david has a very good take which is there have been no bad mainline doom games there haven't been any they've bad. they're all good to great they're... to masterpieces yeah and people will say doom 3 and they'll show that picture of romero having to sign that copy of doom 3. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> He's just making that face just like, uh, which is which is great but i mean doom 3 i think in its own right um especially and visually it still looks so fucking good you can oh, go man, back and up. mod it and play it in ultra wide with high and fucking mod it just it still looks fucking amazing and that game came out in what 2003 I really, I really like some of the, yeah. the the demon designs in Doom Three too. They're See? just like they're yeah. so yeah, they're so not what you'd expect. I yeah. love the Doom Three Hell Knight design. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was the yeah. one on the, that was the one on the box. Isn't that the? Isn't yeah. that basically how he looks in Eternal and stuff? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah, the Doom the, that Hell Knight design has been. I mean, he was the box art. He was Doom Three was literally just Hell Knight you know on the box yeah um because they don't want to show that i don't doom 3 marine is not my favorite he's just like no. even though <laughs> even though new doom new doom guy kind of has got the same look except his eyes are a bit farther apart well no i, I think i think they modeled them <laughs> off of that guy right because like Isn't quick he? champions definitely did so, no so no they quick, used the original they, they, were, they were doing the original uh doom guy face for I was quick champions. Quick, in quick champions they have a skin form that has a doom 3 guy maybe that's what i'm thinking of it's oh, very yeah. similar. Yeah, I don't know. Quake, the funny thing is, Quake Champions has like tons of lore in it, but like nobody plays Quake Champions, so nobody reads it, uh, which is a shame. Uh, but Doom. 3... Oh, should, should we talk about battle mode at all? Has anyone I else in here? I play... can't. I can't so play it. I can't connect to Bethesda Net, so I have no. I can't play it. Okay, that's fair. That's okay. You guys, That's you at guys, least half the experience is not being able to connect. <laughs> I mean, I figure the servers are just getting hammered because everybody's home. 
Hopefully. So it's just it's just servers getting hammered. I'll check it out at some point, but like you know, you know me, I'm not a multiplayer guy because I suck. Yeah, neither am I. But I actually find battle. You're having fun. Really fun. It's are you guys having fun fun with it? Yeah, Uh, sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Well, well okay, about sixty so percent of the time, I get disconnected at the end. Sixty percent of the time, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, work it's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's it's like I I have really different experiences with it. Like sometimes it'll be cool. Like I had one as a Slayer where two rounds went really well, and then they just trashed me on the third round. Uh, I've had somewhere I couldn't even move hardly. Like I was getting stun locked by like God knows what. And then I I played some with the monster, and I just couldn't hit the Slayer. I mean, it's been very all over the place for me. It's. Oh, and the guy I love playing as the demon. Like it was very quickly. You saw. Yeah, you just demons. have to lead your shots. I'm, I mean, it's actually I'm, very um, arena shooter in that regard, playing no. as the demons, because you you have to lead your projectiles a bunch. I'm, I'm still kind of hoping for maybe just Slayer v Slayer deathmatch. But I think everyone kind of wants think, that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe with one dash each. I don't know. He's. he's I mean, personally, I I would still probably play battle mode instead. I actually find I so. it way more fun than. Um, than deathmatch shooters <laughs> but i know that yeah most people are like can we just have a deathmatch mode yeah. please i liked doom 2016 multiplayer i, I never played it, it. i heard it was very, it, halo. Uh, very halo it was, it was i like i mean it halo's lot. fun so. i had a i had a bunch of fun with it i got all the yeah. achievements i liked the one with the moving objective i liked that mode where it was like yeah, domination but the objectives moving around the map the whole time literally um, I thought that was a lot of fun. I thought the mechanics felt great. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I, I'm so I don't like the fact that it got shit on so much. Like I thought I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun. Listen, maybe it wasn't what people wanted, but for what it was, I thought it was really good and really solid. Um, and you know, it's, I think it's a shame that it got you know it got shat on so much. Speaking of Halo, I have something I want to bounce off of. This is not the, the Halo cast. No, no, no. This has to do with Doom. I want to know if you think I'm crazy for saying that. In some ways, Doom Eternal feels like um, Halo Combat on speed. Uh, I don't know. If, I I think it's yeah. I think it's uh, definitely similar. They got a lot of the man cannons, like the the jump jets, you know, all that stuff. Um, well, I'm thinking in terms of how uh, you have a a set of abilities, only one of which is shooting, and the combat focuses around you balancing all of those in. in yeah, sequence. but I I definitely don't use like grenades and stuff as much as I would in Halo. So I'm not. I I, I guess Doom well, Combat not, doesn't feel the same. To me, I don't mean Halo, sp- like specifically with the the abilities you have. Just the fact that like you're fighting an assortment of enemies with discrete behaviors. Oh yeah, and definitely. You have yeah. A tool set. Yeah, I think you... I think Halo Halo very much had the chess thing going on with it, with the elites and the grunts yeah. and the jackals. It's just you know, way and, and slower. Is, than the... Yeah, yeah, this is definitely way faster. Um, I will say that that the Slayer does some really Master Chief shit in this, like firing himself out of a cannon, and you know that's something Master Chief would probably do. Like he he does it all the time. Um, jumps out of like orbital ships and stuff without a parachute. Um, I'm sure I will experience that when later games come to Master Chief Collection, so I can play them on PC. Uh, like, yes, I, yes. Been... there there's I, some there's a there's a can I spoil a part of Halo? It's been a many years. Um, do you David? Do you want me which to Halo? I, Halo I two. Halo two. I mean, I haven't played it, but sure. All right. Well, okay. So long story long story short, I mean, it's it's. It's not gonna spoil anything. Um, he he jumps out of a ship with a bomb, like a covenant leave a bomb. Okay, on the I ship, do know that. And he, yeah. he literally just opens up the airlock and rides the bomb out the door. To, so he to does the the, the fucking Kubrick thing. Uh, no, not of. exactly. It's not as it's not as comedic. Yeah, it's, it's not more, it's really more badass. Like, um, yeah, but he, it's it's very much like like something I could see the Slayer doing at this point is he's he's just doing stuff like that where he's yeah. he's got a mission and he's just gonna go do it because he's basically invincible with his suit and his abilities. And and so it was, 
definitely the most Master Chief ass shit that I could see Slayer doing. You know? Yeah. Uh, I was very excited about those cutscenes. They were very fun. They were, yeah. Everything that happens in Mars Core is the best. Oh, I man, think that, that um, yeah. the the big difference yeah. between uh, like Halo combat versus like Doom Eternal combat for me is that in in Halo to like regenerate, you have to kind of retreat and pull back, like get behind mm. cover, wait until your shields come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Eternal really wants you to uh, a- attack people to yeah. to you know use your flame belch and use the the chainsaw and um, there's a there's a different dichotomy between oh I I need to get back into the fray or I'm going to be or I'm going to lose from attrition versus like Halo I have to pull back wait a moment and then approach again yeah, yeah. I would say like Halo was the most fun to me because um, I I played Halo and it's funny that we talked about the difficulty levels earlier because I played Halo um, not on Legendary a few steps below Legendary and and it was like I had the most fun with Halo when it was more like um, Doom when I was playing it more like doom or doom eternal, where I was using my movement and like, you know, headshotting mm-hmm. a grunt and, and then, um, you know, sorting an elite and then switching weapons. Uh, yeah, I, I had them. Like, I agree. So I can definitely see um, where people can draw similarities between them. Well, I think both games are kind of a dance around the enemies. You're kind of dancing around the arena, yeah. like in certain ways and, and Halo's more defensive as Dylan said. And it's also doom's more aggressive. You go into, to replenish stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and to be I, fair, also, that's probably Halo. where they differ the most. But actually, yeah. uh, David, I'm 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 starting to kind of see what you're talking about. Yeah, actually, I I think you're right. I think it's a it's an interesting thing to point out. And to be fair, Halo is you can actually in combat design draw some parallels between Halo and original Doom, also, especially in terms of um, the the how enemies have sort of distinct roles rather than just being. Oh, what is the term for that? It's uh, non. I forget Boring? the term. Uh, uh, no, it's enemy, a hard... enemy differentiation, something like that. No, it's a uh, 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 CBT. Harvey Smith. No, it's a Harvey <laughs> Smith term. It's like non-orthogonal, maybe. You have a single fact to back that up. I don't know. Basically, <laughs> basically, it's just that enemies are not there. Each enemy is a distinct type that has diff- distinct strategies yeah. you employ. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the chess analogy is really strong, both for Eternal yeah. and yeah. Halo, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, was that... I, I, felt was every, that? I, I, felt, I felt every arena I got to, um, I had to, like, I was like, okay, oh, shit, a, a Kakko Demon just showed up. I now need to, I need to think about my next, like, three steps, right? Like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to dodge this way. I need to switch to this weapon. I need to aim at him, shoot him. And then I need to still worry about that Hell Knight that's chasing me around. You know, it, it was like, it was super, I just... My brain was like going crazy during those fights, but it was so much fun. Yeah, same. I, I mean, I was just like working overtime, like trying to remember every enemy in the arena and how I'm going to deal with each one in succession. And sometimes mm-hmm. an opportunity would show up you didn't expect. And it, I mean, it's great. Just great. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going to say, Mark, do you um, did they say like combat chess? Yeah. That was brought up as far back as 2016. Like, like really? um, we saw people, yeah, we saw people throwing around combat chess. As a... uh, that was checkers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, genuinely, checkers, and then you go get back to... then you eat the board. No, we're playing chess, motherfucker. <laughs> it, like that's one of the things I told him because because um there was a point where I was um like I, I may not have been the first person to say it, but I remember thinking it was my idea when I said uh, that like after playing Eternal, which was truly combat chess, like Doom Eternal did or Doom 2016 did feel like combat checkers at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a, definitely an extra dimension to the combat in Eternal. I agree. Yeah. I think I, I feel I, that way with the whole game. I the I played like half of 2016. I feel like the level design, the encounters, everything was just 
uh, this is just cranked up to like 11 with, with yeah. internal. It was so cool. Very confident. Like it feels, it's a, I feel it like feels, yeah, it doesn't, it didn't half ass anything. There's no half measures. You guys went all the fucking way in. And I think you're being rewarded for it. I mean, yeah, sure, there's going to be some dissenters and those people. And there's some people that listen. I got no problem with people, like I said, who like 2016 better. It's still there for them. It's not going anywhere. Totally. The, the original Doom games aren't going anywhere. Doom 3 exists uh you know <laughs> so if we're gonna close this podcast i would just say that all doom is good doom yeah yeah I agree it's a good note to close yeah. on yeah so uh i think that does it for us today thank you for listening to the very first episode of the new blood podcast i hope you'd enjoyed uh i hope you'll stick around if we do more of these maybe we'll do more than one every five years uh, thanks to Zag, play Unfortunate Spaceman. Thanks to Dylan, look Dylan! forward to Gloomwood. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks to David, look forward to more Dusk stuff and Gloomwood and Rats for Breakfast and Maximum Action and everything else David's helping. I work, work on, on a lot of stuff, yes. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Christian for running the soundboard and for being our producer here today, the longest reigning OG member of the New Blood family. <laughs> when? Holy shit, 2008? Fuck me. Um, yeah. Jeez. And then thank you to our very special guest, our friend from id Software, creator of the best glory kill in the whole game, Mark Diaz. <laughs> thank you for being here with us, my friend. Uh, and you, that man. does thank it. You for having me. Yeah, man, that does it for us. We'll see you next time. Rip and tear until it's fucking done.